Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to another edition of It's Everything with me, your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriar. It is here where we promise to bring you everything every time for everybody. And it is now April the 27th. So four months, four, can you, can you, four months of 2016 is pretty much gone. I mean, do you remember, do you remember New Year's Eve? Uh, not not really. Well, <laughs> you probably don't remember for another reason, but uh, I don't. Re- <laughs> I remember it as if it were yesterday. Like I remember everything about New Year's Eve, and here we are already, where the we're into the second quarter of the year, like totally into it. Like, oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like pride's right around the corner, which means we're at our six month. You know, it's like really, really crazy about how fast time flies, and what that means is that we are closer and closer to that thing called the grave and you know for me anyway you know i look everything so you're looking at everything god i'm closer to closer to being able to do this and do that because your life is just starting yeah. you know kenny's a, a, a really wet behind you're like like so wet like i have to carry like a little towel behind him all the time because it's like so wet but he's so wet but i'm like mine is wet behind the ear because i need potty pants because i'm just like so old but <laughs> And don't you comment on that. But no, the years go goes by so fast. I think the faster it goes by, of course, then you know, I always feel like I'm running I'm running out of time of doing things. But you know, I don't know. What can we do? What can we do? But I'm excited to be with you today and, and I'm really excited about our show because this is really the first time where we've actually dedicated an entire show to one guest. So we've never done that before. And you know, there's a first time for everything. And I think that I've chosen the best guest to do this for because not only is he a wonderful uh, musician artist that uh, the world knows of but we're going to actually be able to play some of his music on the air today and as well as introduce something a little bit new something that hasn't been released yet and um, we're going to be able to do that and talk to uh to him and i'm talking about the world-renowned internationally known um number one billboard um artist um from israel from tel aviv guy shyman will be joining us um later and and if those of you out there who don't know him uh, might be underneath a rock because he has actually done remixes and an original music uh with the likes of people like j-lo kylie minogue rihanna lady gaga i mean he is not only done remixes he's actually their official remixer and for those out there in the real world who don't know what that means that means that the record company or the artist goes directly to the producer and says and commissions them to do the remix or the production of a certain thing so people seek him out he doesn't have to go and knock on any doors by this time and he's known like i said around the world um through not only uh just the the club scene but also um the international club scene and producers even love him in that the fact that when they do original music they actually seek him out to do remixes for his um for their own uh, music. He's, he's played all the big um, international music festivals across the world. And um, we'll be actually here in San Francisco on April 30th for a club called Phoenix. And so we're going to be very pleased to have him here when he 
when he comes for that. Um, but I'm just happy to have him on the show to talk about his music, about the uh, the scene in, you know, particularly the gay music scene in in Israel. I want to know how that's going because it, when you go to Tel Aviv, boo, I hear that you like have a great time. I mean, the club scene over there is like amazing and some of the biggest DJs and producers come from there. So I'm kind of like, what's going on? Why, why are we here? I might need to move. I might need to move in a moment here. But um, we're going to kick off, I think, with, you know, all of this. So you guys kind of get the vibe and kind of feel what's going on and know what I'm talking about and why I'm so excited to have him on the show. We're going to kick off and play his uh, his latest single with um, Catherine Ellis. And it's a remake but I think you guys are going to love it because it's a different little take on it. It's one of my favorite tunes by Dionne Warwick, by the way, who I love and have interviewed many times. Um, this is his um, version of Say a Little Prayer. This is Guy Scheiman with Catherine Ellis.
You're listening to the Progressive Voices Channel on TuneIn. Please help us grow. Tell your friends to tune in to Progressive Voices. Find out more at ProgressiveVoices.com. Babe, I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family. So where do we start? (laughs) Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side. As a unified team of the best fertility specialists, guided by the highest ethical standards, Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. This is a true story about two best friends who fell in love and moved across the country to the city by the bay. After many years of dating, Jen and Jacqueline are now planning their dream wedding. It's a big moment in everyone's life when you say I do, especially when you can make choices for your authentic life and your loved ones too. Congratulations, Jen and Jacqueline. Live your authentic life. A special message brought to you by Weatherford BMW. When asked, 90% of seniors say they want to remain in their own homes as they age. Hello, I'm Charles Symes, owner of Allegra Home Care. Our caregivers have been serving seniors and the aging community for over 20 years. Allegra Home Care is the only Bay Area home care agency that is LGTB certified. Helping LGTB seniors stay at home is our passion. Please visit us at www.ale. G-R-E-C-A-R-E dot com. Allegra Home Care, serving your community. Well, hello, 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 hello. Welcome back. If you just joined us, we are It's Everything with me, your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriar. We are the Sunday weekly segment of the Michelle Meow Show. And, of course, this is Sunday the 27th, I can't believe, of April. Of April, not March, not February, not January, but of April. We are moving on. And if you were lucky enough to be on uh, the radio listening in prior to the commercial break, you heard Say a Little Prayer. Oh, I love, I, I just actually, that's like my favorite Dionne Warwick song, Burt Backrack song. But it, this was done by Guy Scheiman and Catherine Ellis. This is their new latest single out there. And I am just so tickled pink about it. I'm going to be shaking my little thing to the dance floor on that. Come April 30th. And you, why do you say that? Because... DJ Guy Shiman will be here in San Francisco um, at the end up, the legendary end up for the club party Phoenix. And I just so happen to have, you know, in my back pocket, I just have some of the most biggest phone numbers in the world. And I happen to have Guy on the line. Guy, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. How are you? How are you? Welcome. I'm happy to be here. Oh, well, Thank that is, and you're calling me from Tel Aviv, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't think we've ever had a any. We've had people on the show from all over the world. But Tel Aviv, it's a newbie. This is a new one for us. Thank you. Not only is it a new one that we're you're calling from there, but we're dedicating the whole show to one person. And that's you. 
Thank you very much. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Well, you know, we just got through listening to uh, your latest single that's out there with Catherine Ellis with Say a Little Prayer. And I have to say, you know, it's always a big risk when people take a, you know, take to doing a cover tune of something that's been, you know, in itself a legendary tune, because I think that's probably one of the most covered tunes in the world, uh, Say a Little Prayer. And um, so I, I need to ask you, why why was that song something that hopped out at you to say, hey, you know, I'm going to put my spin on it? Well, um, I always liked, um, I, I actually listened to Aretha Franklin's um, version. Mm-hmm. How, how, yeah, version, how she how she did it. And, and I always wanted to make um, something similar, like, you know, take that song to another level mm-hmm. and um, give it a twist. So basically what I've done, um, I chose Catching Alice for um, for this project because she's like a powerhouse diva and she kind of reminded me of Arita, Rita's voice mm-hmm. in, a, in, in a way. And she's very professional and very famous from all the um, collaborations she has done with um, the Freemasons. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of build up something roughly for her to record on. And, and there you I got go. The and and, yeah, and once I got the vocals from her, and she kind of inter- interpreted it um, the way she, she wanted to with my guidance. And um, we kind of made like a very up-to-date, I wouldn't say circuit, but like very high-energy right. track. Um, kind of anthemy, uh, kind of anthemy, though. You know, there's kind of like, because that song kind of has, I mean, you know, it has that, the, the verse itself just kind of gives you that whole feel good and beat the odds type of feel to it. That's what I was listening to. You know, that's what I get out of when I listen to an anthem. It's one of those songs that when you hear it or you're singing along to it, you feel like you're stronger than strong, you know, that you can overcome anything. And that's what this song, the way you've done it, it kind of makes you feel you know, I can, I can beat the odds of love. I can beat, you know, the, what's ever going around me in that regard. And, you know, of course with those powerhouse vocals, you also did something with the music that I really liked is that you, you added some extra beats to a part, part of the phrasing to it. If I'm not mistaken, there's like that little part when she gets ready to go into the uh, chorus where it's like an extra couple of beats. Am I wrong or am I listening to it wrong? Or did I, you're talking about the chords. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of, I, I, I took the original melody as a reference, but I always like to change, especially when I make a cover. I don't like to um, do it exactly as the original mm-hmm. because I want to give some kind of a twist. So I can either compose an entire new melody, but if the, the original melody is good, and um, I, think, I think we all also change the key. It's not, it's not the original key. Right, right. But, uh, um, but if you're talking about the harmonies and melodies um, in regard. I kind of added some more chords to give it more like an anthem and powerhouse kind of thing, and this is really my thing. That's why I, choo- I choose this kind of this kind of um, tracks or vocals or songs, if you, if you would, because um, I like to have those anthems. Yeah. yeah. They, they just make you feel good where you're, you know, when you're when you're dancing and out there. And I, I, I love listening to you talk about how you um, constructed this song, because I think so many people out there from, you know, way back when, because, you know, it's, it's only been over the last, I would say, maybe 10 years where I think being a DJ 
being a remixer, being a producer in the, in the way that you are has become cool, if you know what I mean. You know, back in the day, when you when someone was a DJ, it was like, oh, so you can't get a real job. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, so you can't get a real job, so you're a DJ. It was like not the not a big but now it's like because we've got you're a musician and i love the fact that now you know even on the billboard charts or on the charts they actually put your name for you know back in the day this would have been katherine ellis's song you know what i'm saying this would have been it would have been headline say a little prayer by katherine ellis now it's different and i love the fact how they're giving dj producers um their their respectful do is being musicians and and giving them that 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 headline and on on everything and not just a byline but you actually have a headline this is your song yeah um in in one aspect you're right and and it is an honor and you know i've done a few um official remixes including rihanna ellie goulding in a few a few years back mm-hmm. that were um um pop at the billboard chart um in one way, DJs nowadays get more recognition and get more, like DJ producers get more like of the um, titles and everything. But in a way, um, back in the days, I think like maybe in the 90s or even the 2000s, um, DJs were more um, respected as, um, let's say, in regards to how mm-hmm. they, they're treated. Mm-hmm. Um, because today everyone wants to be DJs. Everyone you're right. DJ, everyone, everyone are DJs, are producers. Everything is online and 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 free download. Um, it's very easy to make a track. All the samples are online. Um, you don't you don't need those special shops to go and buy stuff, to buy the vinyls, to buy the samples, to buy the gear. It's all online. You can just go and and buy and, and download and and. It's all digital. It's not analog as much as it used to be. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, it, it, so the, the competition is a lot. Market, yeah, there's a lot more people in the game for sure. Yeah, and and the market is over flooded. So, so it's very hard to um, stay current and up to date and relevant when there's so much um, browsers and 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 stuff out there. Yeah, but you so, know, but, uh, but but I think though, honestly, I think though. You're right. There's a lot. And that's with anything because of computers and the Internet and access to everything. It, it, yeah. there is, it's provided the accessibility to so much stuff to anybody. So in any field, I think that it, it's increased with competitiveness, you know, whether you be a singer or musician or what have you, there's just a, a bunch of everybody in there. But I truly believe, and I may be wrong because I'm old fashioned and I'm just, let's drop the fashion. I'm just old. Is that <laughs> the fact that I still believe those who go back to the rudiments of everything and understand how music is actually created and how what makes up music you know you you talked about chords and i know there's a lot of people who make music who have no idea what the hell you just talked about and that because they're so used to pushing a button on a computer program that gives them that but you understand how chords are and what the chord progression is is what comes out i just hit this chord what is the natural progression of what the next chord should be you understand that where my friend may not understand that because they're so used to the computer are doing it for them. So that's what I'm saying. I think in the long run, though, those who really know their craft and their profession and know their music, the rudiment of music, 
will actually prevail over those other people. That's just my belief, and I hope that I'm true in that because that's why I'm talking to you because you're the master. And before we go on to more discussion, I think we're going to go ahead and play another another wonderful track of yours. Let me see what we have coming up here. Uh, Kenny, what do I have that I have queued up for you? You got the... Abba, lay all your love on oh, me. Oh, yes. There I love this. Now, this is where you've taken a legendary uh, song by a legendary group and put your you put your stank on it. That's what I call it. We put, we put the guy Shyman stank on it and made this a wonderful track here. So here's a little bit of Guy and a little bit of Abba for you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back with Guy in just a moment.
Hi, I'm Chuck Spence. I'm the owner of the Maui Sunseeker LGBT Resort, and I'm also vice president of Maui Pride. It's not just the only LGBT resort in Maui, it's the only LGBT resort in all of Hawaii, which is really kind of amazing. Maui Sunseeker actually started years and years before I even got involved. I came along as one of the owners a little bit later in, in life. I came to Maui back in 1978 and absolutely loved the island. I fell in love and I thought, this is where I want to live, this is where I want to be. And so from 1978 until 2008, I finally came alive with the dream and bought the Maui Sunseeker because I realized that this would be the next step in my life and um, thought that this would be an ideal situation because I could do something that, that was my own business rather than making money for other people. It's important to have a place where you know you can feel comfortable about yourself, you can feel loved, and you can feel welcomed by everybody. And I think that that's the ambiance that we try to create. And, and that's the message that, that we try to deliver in all of our ads and trying to bring people to Maui, is that you know we're not just an experience on Maui, we're an experience of Maui. When you think back years ago, how closeted we used to be, and you think about how suppressed we were back then to how open and accepting we are now and and it's it's a good progression for society it's good that people are, are not just you know tolerating but appreciating diversity and that's the message is that we really need to make sure that, that people appreciate diversity I think that whoever you are follow your passion follow what you believe in follow whether it leads you down the path of art or whether it leads you down a path of business or you know, some other aspect of internet creativity. Um, follow that and, and just be passionate about what you do. Spotlight on Success and Achievement is brought to you by Wells Fargo. Together, we'll go far. Everybody and welcome back to It's Everything with me, your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriar. We are the weekly Sunday segment of the Michelle Meow Show, and it is April 27th, and we are joined by the internationally known and acclaimed uh, DJ producer, Guy Scheiman from Tel Aviv. Are you still with me, Guy? All the time. Oh, now, I, I love that ABBA song in its, in its original, you know, state. But I love, of course, all your all your mixes and all your original stuff um, because they, it just makes me happy. And this this kind of has this mix to um, "Lay Your Love on Me" has that um, I don't know more of a like a Middle Eastern flavor to it. I, I, am I picking up on that? I mean, I just you can't help but bounce to it. You just can't help it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, well, the 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 influence was a bit of a more of the local um, DJs. Or producers that that you know are all over the world, mm -hmm. and um, I wanted to give it more of um, of a local style. Mm -hmm. um, because after all, I'm from Tel Aviv, and as much as I um, love to produce stuff on the international level, I always try. Well, I, sometimes I go back to my roots. Or, yeah. um, local sound. There's nothing wrong with uh, that. There's nothing wrong with that. I no, love no. it. Yeah, I mean, I love it too. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done it uh, if I wouldn't love it. Yeah. Um, 
uh, the thing is, when you make an official remix and um, to, an, or to a big label, mm-hmm. and I used to do it a lot in, in the States, you have to kind of um, follow the, the rules or follow some instructions or guidelines that they want, unless they give you a total freedom to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you do your own stuff, and that's why I opened my label and I have my own original and you can do whatever you want. Right. And you can, and you can be true to yourself or the sounds that you want to um, promote um, in your music. So, um, so Leo, you love on me is, is an unofficial track, of course, but uh, I use the original vocal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I use just a piece of it to give it more of, because the whole song was, if I would have used it, it would have been like too, too melodic or too not clubby. Yeah, yeah. So I just picked up the the the, um, the chorus and the hooks of the of the of the track, the main hook, and and play with it a little bit. So it's more of a club anthem. It's yeah. more like something that you play in the club, and some some of our biggest DJs have been playing it around. Um, in the biggest one of few of the biggest festivals like like White Party Palm Springs, which is where I where I danced to your stuff when you played there. I think on the twenty five year anniversary, um, um, year, there. yeah. And um, I tell you, it was it was wonderful to have you in that huge room and <laughs> that convention room <laughs> and just have you just do your thing. It was it was wonderful, and you've played you know, at the biggest festivals in the world and the biggest prides across the world. And, you know, as much time as you spend also making music in the studio and putting together remixes as well as original materials and whatnot, how how, how is it when you are, you know, there actually, you know, on a stage and, and, and playing your music and you're viewing all, you know, thousands, tens of thousands of people dancing to stuff that you've done how how what's the feeling for you up there at that point well for me as much as i like to produce and and i have my gigs abroad and i have a few you know when i come come back i have my time in the studio but to spin my music live to the audience and see their faces and how they dance and i check everything and i always see the faces and how they dance and what to what they react well or what not so much or whatever, um, to see their hands in the air and their smiles and their basically enjoyment. For me, it's like charging an iPhone. It's like, it's like putting me in the, in the plug and, and, give me, and giving me life or energy or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So because at the end of the day, we are entertainers and, and you know, we, make, we, make, we make our living out of it, out of it but, but we are here to entertain and to give joy and pleasure. Mm-hmm to the people, um, you know, that come and listen to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so and there's so nothing, and there's nothing the, like that. Yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing it's, it's like the that. Best, it's the best feeling in the world. Yeah. And you've got such a wealth of, of material. I mean, gosh, I mean, I, to go through everything that you've put your hands on and put out there or officially or unofficially, I mean, we could be here for, you know, for quite a while if we played everything. So when you're going through to play, um, you know, your sets across the world and everything, how how difficult is it for you to 
not, you know, to kind of stray away from saying I'm going to play all of my stuff versus play some of my stuff and throw in some of the other stuff that I know I like and I know that the my my audience will like as I'm playing. How difficult is it for you to go kind of through that process of when you're, you know, putting together stuff that you want to play and, and stay away from just playing all of, you know, Guy Scheiman's stuff? Well, um, you know, my journey is become a DJ was a clubber, a DJ, a producer. It's something that you have to, in my opinion, you have to be in order mm-hmm. to be, in order to, in order to understand and read the crowd well, besides DJing a lot. Mm-hmm. You have to um, be, know how it is to be among them and, and be a part of the crowd. And because of that, I like so many types of music and I have so many wonderful colleagues that produce a lot of wonderful music. So for me to play just my stuff in a set, it's almost impossible because I either buy or get promos from so many great producers that I do want to support them and I do want to play their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know some of them play mine. So, you know, it's like something that, that but, but I just love, love what they're doing and what they've, they've done. Um, so it's basically, it's a mix. Mm-hmm. So you need to have a balance between because if I would play my track after one track, after, it, it, the set will become very generic and maybe a bit boring. Because you know, as much as my each track has its own story and its own thing, it's still mine. Mm-hmm. So it has the same elements. So if I'll play, you know, so and I understand the big, big DJs that that you know you go to their. Um, show and it's like it's like going to a concert yeah it's like and going to go, see rihanna and she only sings we're not you're because she's only going to do rihanna stuff right so kind yeah. of the same idea and then, and, and then she's going to throw like a cover or something very unique live that she has done but like to hear like all the big edm djs that they play mostly their stuff um it's something that you can do but when you are in a club and people are here are over there for a, for a club dj not just for a show, um, you need to have a good balance between. Of course, I will play a lot of my stuff, a lot of my mashups, a lot of my bootlegs, um, stuff that I put together from different um, productions, not necessarily mine, but I do support um, other producers. And and, I, and regarding my stuff, what to play, um, sometimes you know I bring all of my stuff and all my music you know, from at least two years back. I'm not talking about 10 or, you know, let's say two or three years. And sometimes I would play something, you know, that I feel appropriate. But mostly I would play the recent stuff. Yeah. The, 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 well, the well-known stuff. <coughs> Sorry. And the recent stuff. Yeah. Uh, but you have so much, but again, you still have so much stuff. I mean, because this is the one thing that I, that I noticed with, with um, DJ producers such as you that, when your colleagues also, when they do their original stuff, I look at who they reach out to to do remixes for them. You know, like the Day by Days and, and whatnot. Who do they reach out to when they're putting out original stuff and they look, hey, I, want, I would love to have you do a remix for, for my original stuff. And you invariably are on a lot of those types of, you know, remix packages where other producer remixers such as yourself have reached out to you to submit a, a, a thing. And that, that has to make you feel good from a professional level 
um, when your colleagues are calling upon you time and time again to help them with their project? Um, yeah, that, of course, it's a big honor, and, and, and you mentioned the day-to-day, and, and there's a lot of great produce, producers in the, um, in the U.S., and I was reached um, a lot by the label mm-hmm. via agents, local agents, um, to, to be a part of, of a remix package for big artists. Um, but let's say in the last year, since I started Guy Scheiman Music, which is my, my label, of course, I kind of try to focus on my original stuff and have people remix my stuff. <laughs> I, do, no, no, I, mean, I love it. I love, no, I love it. <laughs> no, I mean, I still do. I still do official official remixes for, for big labels when they reach out. Um, I did a few. Um, I did a couple of uh, um, official remixes in France for uh, for a very big um, a singer from the eighties, Julie Petri over there, and she's just going to be released. So I do have projects that I that I that I'm on um, for um, very iconic um, singers or bands or stuff like that. But since I'm building up the label, I don't have a lot of time to you know to make as many remixes as I used to. Because I'm making the original, right? Because you're, you're you're doing I your own to, I stuff. Make, I, need, I need to make records for the label. So mostly, I have people, uh, you know, circuit product producers from Brazil or Mexico or from Europe that that, that they want to be in because they know that this is like a household name and they want to get the exposure. Mm-hmm. So um, so they want to make a, a production. But I do still make a few remixes now and then, but less before. It's very hard when you are a DJ, producer, a label owner, and you know, it's, it's, and, you, and you do most of the stuff yourself. You have a few people working for you, but you're still doing everything yourself, the production. I don't have a ghost, I don't have a ghost producer. I do it myself. So, so it's, it's, you know, you have, to, you have to be focused. You can go spreading yourself because you too, can too thin. Yeah, you can't get too thin yeah. on that. Well, we're going to play right now one of your um, power um, which um, definitely, I don't need, is, is there a story behind this song at all? Um, Power, gonna, gonna get you, boy. Is there, is there a story that, that you would love to share with us of why, you know, how yeah, well, this song came to be? Actually, this song was, I, I found this a cappella from uh, Massive Drum, was a um, Portuguese uh, um, um, producer from Portugal. And um, he's like a colleague, and I always love this stuff. And I ask him to, to use the acapella that he used. He used it in a different key, and it, it, it had more lyrics, and I added it differently and changed the key. Um, but I really liked the, 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 the way he used it, so I kind of added it to my, to my way, because I wanted to, to... The notion behind it was to take something that is very familiar from the 90s. I got the power, I got the power, or power, all that. And to give it like a 2016 kind of upbeat thing, but still keep the house um, um, melodies with the piano and the break. Yeah. So you have like a, you have like a nice combination of 90s versus house versus let's say tribal progressive and the drop. So you have like I try to make my track for everybody. Yeah. Not just for um, circuit or gays or trail. I try so everyone could could you know relate in a way. Some people can relate more, some people can relate less, but it still has something, you know, internationally for everyone. The because flavor. This, is, this, is, this is, yeah, this is how I brought up and this is how I, I listened to everything since I was a little. So, you know, it's not just circuit. There you go. Circuit. 
Very well. We're going to listen to it right now, ladies and gentlemen. Here is Power Gonna Get You Boy by Guy Shyman. Listening to the Progressive Voices Channel on TuneIn. Please help us grow. Tell your friends to tune in to Progressive Voices. Find out more at progressivevoices.com. Babe, I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family. So where do we start? <laughs> Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side. As a unified team of the best fertility specialists, guided by the highest ethical standards, Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. This is a true story about two best friends who fell in love and moved across the country to the city by the bay. After many years of dating, Jen and Jacqueline are now planning their dream wedding. It's a big moment in everyone's life when you say I do, especially when you can make choices for your authentic life and your loved ones too. Congratulations, Jen and Jacqueline. Live your authentic life. A special message brought to you by Weatherford BMW. 
When asked, 90% of seniors say they want to remain in their own homes as they age. Hello, I'm Charles Symes, owner of Allegra Home Care. Our caregivers have been serving seniors and the aging community for over 20 years. Allegra Home Care is the only Bay Area home care agency that is LGTB certified. Helping LGTB seniors stay at home is our passion. Please visit us at www.alegrecare.com. Allegra Home Care serving your community. And we're back, and we're back for our last little segment here on It's Everything with me, your hostess, um, B.B. Sweetbriar. It's been a wonderful time uh, spending here with our guests from across the waters in Tel Aviv. Uh, DJ producer Guy Scheiman is here with us, and we've been listening to so much wonderful music that he has put the magic touch on and created. And uh, one thing that I've always... Um, or have come to light to see so much in, in publicity and in, in reading magazines and reading stories or people playing here and there is how big the music scene seems to be in Tel Aviv. And I think so many people get kind of lost, particularly in the United States, we get so kind of lost in our own little world about um, uh, how big the U.S. is and, and, and its um, impact on music and on many things. But um, we kind of forget about some of the other things that are out there that are just jamming and banging it. And Tel Aviv is one of those places um, that has definitely uh, created this this um, presence in in the club and club world and the music world there. Um, how, how would you describe how things are over there in Tel Aviv as far as the clubs and the music scene? Um, I think well, we are very, very um, progressive, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I don't know, we, we just, um, I think it's, it's the mentality of, of the, the Israeli people, or I wouldn't say the Jewish people, but let's say the Israeli people are always trying to um, excel and achieve as much as possible. Mm-hmm. I think it's part of the mentality in the region, you know, always like, Stay on top and 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 sharp and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, you know we don't waste a lot of time. We have a different pace. Than, than <laughs> good, good. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. A lot of people think that Israelis they can be like rude or pushy or stuff like that, but they they have to understand that there's a different mentality over here, and the pace that life is like going. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't go very like you know dramatic about. You know the, the situation that can be very this sometimes fragile and can be like in, in you know, but we just like to live the life to the fullest and and as, 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 as the best way we can and and so we don't waste a lot of time. So, right. So um you know it's a different place than Europe or Brazil or I mean or or even the states. Yeah. So, got- uh, but you've got some great, you know, you you put out some great, there's some great vocalists that are on many, many, many uh, hit tracks um, uh, that come out of 
that come out of Israel and um, definitely, you know, musicians such as DJs and, and producers such as yourself. And it, it, it's, it, it's like become now like, oh my gosh, like when somebody says, I'm going to Tel Aviv or I just came from there, we all want to sit down and listen to, you know, what's going on. It, so it's definitely, definitely has I mean, yeah, impact. And, and, and the thing is, is that, that the, the world nowadays is more, um, it's more global, mm-hmm. meaning if it used to be like I'm staying in, in, in my country or in, in my city, people travel more, they have the internet, they're more exposed to things that, that are out there. You know, it's not just, uh, you know, even with bookings, you know, you used right. to like, the only, way, the only way you could have gotten bookings is by someone knowing some, someone and, and introducing you. Nowadays, promoters can reach out to your stuff over the internet, SoundCloud, mm-hmm. you know, and YouTube and everything. So, and regarding to the talent, yeah, we have a lot of talent here in Tel Aviv. The club scene is amazing. Um, um, we have many, many DJ producers that have been out there um, rocking, you know, from France to House to Deep House to EDM, um, top chart DJs and producers. Um, so, so I'm very proud of, of my people and, and, and my colleagues from, from my country. And what I am too. I am very proud of your people and your colleagues from your, I love it. I, I love, I love everything that you're, that's coming out of Tel Aviv and you like, and you've traveled all over the world you, and you've played a lot in Europe and in Middle East and in, and America, which you're going to be coming uh, back here again in um, the end of April, end of this month, in a couple of weeks, actually. And um, uh, as we're taping this, but um, actually in a couple of days as when this airs. And, and you know, you're going to be playing in, in a place that's a, a little bit more intimate than I'm sure that you have played in most recent days. Um, how is it when you're playing something that's a little bit smaller than, say, the big festivals where you have 30,000 people in front of you, you know, jamming out to only a few hundred people in front of you? How, how 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 does that how does your mentality approach that type of situation in a club? Well, when usually when you play like in big festivals or like um, like in maybe Pride or let's say the Carnival in Brazil, which for me was like the biggest um, parties I played. Um, yeah, you can be like you need to be like a bit more um, let's say commercial, or you you can go really hard, you know. It's feel like a festival or a pride, people want to hear common things. Um, and then the, one of the things that I like to play in small clubs or like in not, not as big um, venues is um, the intimacy cause lets you um, be more, um, more versatile and more um, free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, actually engage with the crowd and, and, and throw stuff at them and, and that you wouldn't try or you wouldn't dare in, in a huge, huge, huge event when they expect to hear the, the latest Rihanna and Sia or whatever. Right. Um, but for me, for me, it's, it's like, I'm, I'm just saying this like in, like in general, but it doesn't really matter because I, uh, when people bring me, they bring for usually for my stuff or for, for the sound that they're familiar. So they, mm-hmm. they know what I'm going to play. Sometimes I can go a bit, you know, you know, left, right, you know, back, forth, but, but it still would be my general sound. Mm-hmm. So it won't be a complete surprise. 
But it doesn't matter. Sometimes the energies in a small club can be a lot, lot better than, than a huge, huge, huge venue with 10,000 people that people get lost and, and disarray or whatever. Sometimes you get so much energy from 300 people uh, shouting, laughing, uh, putting the fans, you know, and whatever. Um, you know, you, you get just as much as energy. So, so for me, I, when I serve, I serve for everybody without bias or, you know, if it's, if it's a small club, then I'll, you know, I'll you know, act differently. Yeah. No. Well, I'm, I'm just excited to experience your music again. And this will be the first time that I will uh, be able to experience it in a small setting because I, I last saw you a few years ago um, at White Party, which of course was huge. And so I'll be able to sit there and, and remember what you told me just now and experience a different little feel, I, I'm sure, there. And so I'm really excited about it. And, and I'm really happy that we got an opportunity to chat with you a little bit today and to, you, you know, play much. some of some of the music that, you know, this ladies and gentlemen was music that that guy sent me to play for you today, which it was really special because if it's special to you, then it's special to me. And, and I'm really glad that we were able to play it today on, on the show. And we're, we were just talking about the, the vibe in Tel Aviv, and we're going to leave the program today with um, a song that hasn't yet been put out there for the masses. So we're going to give you a little a, a sneak peek of what's coming out of the house of Guy Scheiman music soon um, with his uh, song, Feel the Tel Aviv Vibe. And, and I'm really excited to play this for everybody. And I think this is kind of goes back to what you were talking about a little bit in, in our conversation in this last 15 minutes about, about Tel Aviv. So, um, so this is going to close our show our show tonight um and i again i want to thank you so much guy for being with us and i look forward to seeing you at the end up on april 30th um at the club phoenix it's a real great party you're gonna love it guy you guys are gonna love it out there if you've never been and if you have been i'll see you on the dance floor so from it's everything this is bb sweetfire signing off to you until next week and here we are going to sign out with feel the tel aviv vibe by guy shyman you guys take care see you next week bye-bye